Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up, WNBA Nation? It is so good to have each one of you back listening uh, today. Uh, my name is Kyle Haywood. I am joined by not one, not two, but all three of my best friends on the episode today. Uh, Jason, Logan, Steve, it's so good to have you guys on here. Uh, I, I don't even know. I'm can't, I'm not, I'm not used to bringing on more than one of you at a time. So just like all of you, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up? What's going on? I just, awkward, uh, awkward intros. Yeah. So glad. <laughs> To I'm good. This How are you, of us. Kyle? <laughs> Thanks, well, I'm just talking while everyone else is talking, <laughs> and uh, that's how it's going to be today. We're that was, just, we're all that was handled really like well. I just, yeah, I, I just, uh, I just appreciate the, um, yeah, the consistency that we have with our intro here, <laughs> guys. We have so much that uh, I know we've got a lot of takes, a lot of. Um, kind of some celebrations, and then maybe we want to have some discussions and debates on other happenings around the league. Um, but let's get started with uh, just just right out the gate. Let's hop in on probably the biggest and most exciting news coming out of the WNBA in the last week or two, and that is the new Atlanta Dream ownership group. So... Kelly Loeffler, no longer a part of uh, the Atlanta Dream, no longer associated at all with Get the team. With bodied, <laughs> and now moving on to uh, a group of three owners, one of which uh, is the WNBA's very own Renee Montgomery, becoming the first player to actually have an ownership stake in a WNBA uh, in a WNBA team. My first former player, I should say. So. Um, I just was curious what your guys' initial thoughts were with this. Um, and you know, when we saw that this news would be, would be dropping and it came really quickly, it was kind of like, Hey, new, you know, new ownership, possibly as soon as like Friday, uh, you know, news dropping on this and then it immediately came. And so let's start with you, Steve. Um, what was your, what was your initial thought when you saw the, the, uh, that the cell had gone through, that it was approved and that, uh, Renee was a part of that, uh, ownership group? I mean, I, I feel like it, 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 I'm not going to say anything new, but it was really just a two tiered response from like a soft relief quickly into a, Oh hell yeah. Like that was really it. I, it was just I, I, the story in itself was poetic. Um, I remember seeing the news that Renee was stepping away from the game and feeling sad because I love watching her play. But obviously she has passions that she's addressing. Um, and also just like she's not getting credit for the fact that she now is co-owner or part owner of her second pro team in as many months. Yeah. Like this is actually <laughs> like she's been busy and that like that's insane. So I, obviously huge energy there. I do wish it was covered more, but I'm sure we're going to dive into that. Um but I, you know, I feel like I can't say anything that isn't cliche at this point because it's all true. It just, it was, it was really cool news. Great way to start things off. And just above all the nicest thing in the world to get that vapid Cynthia doll from Rugrats out of this league. <laughs> Cynthia doll from, 
Oh, that was that was get her out of here. A well placed uh, callback. <laughs> uh, so, Jason, I'm curious about uh, from you seeing you know Renee be a, a part of that, um, a part of that ownership group, and then also from what we're able to tell and looking into some of the backgrounds of of several of these you know individuals who now have an ownership share in the dream. Um, it looks like they likely will be staying in Atlanta, which I know a lot of people were questioning mm-hmm. as far as when, when sales go through of a team, you always wonder about that. Um, I'm curious, Jason, what, what are your thoughts as you saw this transaction transpire? I think everyone kind of expected this to be happening. The right. fact that, uh, Loeffler is so divergent from her organization in terms of views and, uh, priorities and all, all the different things. And we can get into politics if we want, but that's a, that's a totally different podcast. But the fact that it hadn't happened was kind of surprising. So I, I'm glad right. that it happened. I, I like seeing the organization being able to be unified with the ownership and the players. I think that's all good. I do think they're going to stay in, in Atlanta, which I think is good. And what I really like about seeing Renee step in and have this ownership stake is it's building on women's athletics in a way where it's providing women's athletes a post-career option. You know, we, we've seen a few players, former players be able to get coaching roles and start working into that. And so seeing somebody take a position like that, it really shows that there's options for female athletes, even after the game. And that's something that male athletes have had for a while. And I don't feel like women's athletes have necessarily had those doors open. So I'm glad to see that for that reason. Um, in addition to the fact that obviously it's just great to keep her in the organization. I think fans will really enjoy that. And, and, um, obviously she'll have a really important voice in, in the, the culture and the tone of the organization. So I think it's really good all around. I'm happy with the sale. I think it, it's going to go well. Um, no amount of research has allowed me to learn anything about, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, but the, the majority owner got, got his diner. Yeah. God's diner. Yeah. Like I, I keep trying to research him and they're like, he owns Northland group. And I'm like, but what is that? Like, yeah. I, so, so I don't know if you guys a, have better Intel than me, but yeah, it's so like an it's investment a, company. It's a but. real estate firm. Yeah. Real estate, yeah. uh, a real estate firm that, so both Gotts Diner and, um, Susanna Bear are both from Northland. Like, uh, Gotts mm-hmm. Diner is the, um, he's kind of the chairman. And then, uh, Suzanne is the president and COO of Northland. And then they also have Renee Montgomery. So it's kind of cool that obviously, you know, this company Northland is taking kind of a, a leap in investment into, and I would suspect a pretty strong, um, you know, sponsorship coming, uh, from that company, uh, similar to what we, what we've seen with other, uh, companies and their connections with the league, as far as ownerships and, uh, even commissioners, you know, uh, Kathy Engelbert being, you know, uh, and, and bringing her former business, uh, you know, uh, her former business experience and, and, and con- companies that she's been connected with and bringing them to the WNBA as far as sponsorship. So I think there's a lot of cool opportunities there. I think it's really awesome that Renee got in on that, um, investing group to, to become a, mm-hmm. a, a partner in this. So, um, yeah, really cool to see that, you know, we've got, uh, you know, three, three members of this um, looks like uh, Larry is the, is kind of the lead owner um, with uh, other portions going uh, both to a bear and Montgomery. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's, it's exciting. Anytime there's a, a new ownership coming through, it's like, 
you know, there's a lot of questions, uh, to see how they're going to handle different things, kind of what direction the, uh, the franchise will go and whatnot. But, uh, Logan, I want to get your thoughts before we, before we get too far into this, um, and allow you an opportunity to kind of share what was going through your mind. And, um, you know, especially specifically seeing that Renee is kind of that first former player to have a, a stake in a team and, and kind of what was, um, what was going through your mind when you, when the news dropped? Yeah, well, I thought it was a win for really. There are two wins that that happened here because I first it's a win for Renee Montgomery. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, other leagues don't do this. Um, even more established, you know, no one wants to share ownership of the team. You might see people in the room that that get to consult and former players that get to like, you know, convince active players to come. Like, oh, Seattle's a great organization. You should come play for Seattle. But this says a lot to players in the league right now about Atlanta's dedication to not just being a good team, but also being an organization that, that operates um, kind of on, on the principles that they, that the WNBA kind of professes to, to believe in. Um, so this is, this is the most walk the walk. I think a team can be is to have a former player, like a recent former player in the ownership group, um, helping to make decisions, helping to keep the team in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that matters. The other, this is also a big win for the dream. Um, and, and largely because I think it keeps the, the team in the city, but it also, <laughs> they're a team that's building. I think they have a good coach. I think they have good pieces, but it's not necessarily a destination people want to go to right now. Right. And I think this move sort of demonstrates, yeah, we, we knew Lafleur was a problem. This is more than just sub, you know, addition by sub- subtraction, like getting rid of Lafleur would have been great. In a vacuum, no matter what, no matter who she was replaced by, she could have just been replaced by the most boring white dude ever, and we would have been like, ah, better than her. But instead, they actually went the route of, like, let's do something that the LeBron Jameses and the Russell Wilsons of the world have been trying to do their whole careers, which is make the leap from the player money and the, the player power that you have into ownership money and ownership power. Obviously, right. that's not the same amount of money in the WNBA, but it, you know, Jerry Jones didn't spend $5 billion on the Cowboys. He spent, I don't know, less than a billion and, and it grew because the league grew. So for Renee Montgomery, this could be the beginning of kind of an empire building sort of venture. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know that's what ownership is in sports. And I think it's wise to be a WNBA owner right now. I think more, more coverage and more games and the draft on ESPN and everything seems to be trending upward. Um, but just all around, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful for her. I think it's great for dream fans, um, who can kind of now rest easy and root for their team without uh, feeling a little bit of spite in the back of their minds that maybe they used to. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I think all you takes are, are like spot on. I don't have a whole lot more to add, um, from what, from what you guys have said. It's just, uh, it's exciting to see, uh, this kind of new, yeah, this new era of the Atlanta dream. And hopefully we'll see, um, you know, some additional things. They, they've kind of fallen on hard times. They had that great season where they came in as the two seed, you know, Nikki Collin won coach of the year. Like it was, everything was looking really up and up. And since then it's been a really, really difficult, uh, road for this Atlanta dream squad. And I can imagine as, as fans, as players, it can be frustrating at times. And I think that this is kind of just that, that next step of like, Hey, there's, there's, you know, kind of a, some light at the end of the tunnel. 
We've got maybe a little bit better layout of what's in front of us, uh, some new ownership, some, fr- some fresh blood um, in the organization. So I'm excited to see what happens with Atlanta. Um, I think that uh, I think they've got a lot of potential that is just untapped and unrealized. And I say that as a franchise, um, um, I think that they've got some players that that are, are some pretty good pieces right now. Um that they can start to build around, but they, they really need to take a big step forward if they're going to be competing, um, with some of these other like teams right now, like the top six or seven in the league right now, Atlanta's not coming close to touching any of them. Like it's just not going to happen. Like they're nowhere near that. Uh, so well, yeah, well, so we'll see, but I think that this was kind of a good step in the right direction for that squad. Um, yeah, so, Literally, as we are recording this, uh, and and we've got people in the chat commenting on this as well. Um, we're yeah, seeing. I was, we're. I've been trying to jump in with this. Go for it. Yeah. So we're literally as we're recording this right now, we're seeing some announcements that the WNBA will be getting some city jerseys. Yeah. Woo! Which I'm is to something. See yeah. Where the official announcement is on this, because that's what I'm trying to figure. Like. If if true, and I'm assuming this is, this is the latest in what I think has been one of the best off-season weeks of the league since we've been covering it. Um, because because I'm considering, I'll, I'll rope the Atlanta Dream Ownership change into this like last week and a half, but that plus Candace Parker being a regular on TNT and talking with Dwayne Wade and being awesome, plus Asia Wilson being front and center on The Athletic this afternoon, um, I, I'm sure I'm you, I'm sure I'm missing other ones, but like you, uh, uh, you missed Cody Rhodes being only the second person to slam Shaq through a table. The first <laughs> being Candace Parker, though verbally. Yeah. So so like Flattened even it's it's like every afternoon, like even for like the casual sports fan, the the WNBA has been out there, and in past off seasons, a lot of it's just been overseas. There hasn't been a lot of this sort of action. So. Okay. Um, just, I just wanted to inject that into this episode just because I didn't know if we were going to get to those things or not. But like, my feed has been way more enjoyable the more Candace and the more Renee and, and the more Asia that I see on it. So here's, here's where it looks like, um, from what I'm able to find where this is coming. All right. So the Seattle Times is reporting, um, I, you know, I'm sure they were talking to, uh, Sue Bird about her recent contract, you know, uh, signing and whatnot. Um, it says against her better judgment, bird said the WNBA plans to unveil three new jerseys, a traditional home and away uniform, as well as an alternative city inspired Jersey for all 12 teams sometime next month. Uh, so stay tuned. She said, there's your tease that I probably wasn't supposed to say. Okay. So there's my only, Sue my, bird. I got one big, big question. I love that Sue Bird literally is just doing Sue Bird. Like, yeah, she's, what are they she's like, do hey, her? this is coming. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything, but... You can't, like, you can't put Sue Bird in basketball jail. She's going <laughs> to yeah. do whatever she wants. I would, I'm curious what they're going to do about the like the chest ads. Are Does this oh, mean, yeah. are they going to move to more traditional, yeah. like, shoulder ad so you can actually have the team name across the crest? Like... Is this a brand new redesign? I'm assuming the city jersey look will have that. Also, so we're about to talk about the Storm rebrand. A part of the Storm rebrand makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a lot, a lot of sense. Because you're going to get a black so, uniform. 
Yeah, you're gonna get a black totally like, neon a black look, uniform. which yeah, dopamine. Good with that. Yeah. Yep. Um, they have to merchandise the living hell in Hades out of this, like yeah. hats, shirts, everything. The like, literally, right now, you could be a Utah Jazz fan and own a piece of merchandise with every color of the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Due to their popular city look, and that's not, and, just, and that's to say nothing on uh, Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. like, oh, yeah. like yeah. merchandising that's, the city look is what's kept that going, but it's also yeah. been a huge revenue stream and a huge cultural stream. Like, you should be able to get a like a WNBA hoodie, an orange hoodie in the color scheme of your favorite team city jersey. Yeah, they're like or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of like they need to make it clear that like so much merch is going to be available on this because I have a feeling it, it's going to move fast. Like it, like, and I just can hope I, it doesn't suck. Yeah, can that's I tell a, you? I know that's not a hot take, but <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I think I think that's important. Here's here's it's my like, first two impressions yeah. when I saw that come across our feed that that city jerseys might be happening for the WNBA. Number one was like so excited, right? Like they've been. We've been asking for this forever. We want more merch. We want merch without the big brands on the chest, right? We we want to see what design elements teams can introduce when they're not restricted to like a template. Number two, most city jerseys are bad. Yeah. Right? Like more, some more are, great, are bad than are good. But majority, many yeah. are bad. So they like they gotta they gotta nail this. And not all of them will. But I really hope I hope the big ones do. I hope Chicago nails it. I hope the Liberty nail it. I think Vegas and Seattle definitely have something in the tank. Um, and those are like those are all teams that I could see myself jumping for gear when I previously avoided it because of like ah oh, well it's just you know it's the same jersey but with like you know the color swapped like do I really need one if if they hit this could be this could be a big benefit you, oh, yeah. for sure. You either, you got to do one of two things. You either legitimately, you pull in either an agency or an up and coming designer with chops and build the coolest looking design, or you just go way, way out of space with just like overdo the theming of it as high as you can. Yeah. Don't play it safe at all. I I don't want to turn this into like NBA city Jersey talk for sure, but a lot of the missed steps with the NBA city versions now that they've tried to do it a couple years in a row is they've tried to do too many too fast and they they try to link it to things that like the city represents or like the history of the city without considering does it look good um, yeah. and I, I yeah. think the first year they did them they were just like oh we have all these great design ideas yeah. and lately it's been like how can we link to another part of this this city's past yeah and I, best, I hope the WNBA yeah. balances that better than the recent NBA versions have yeah, like literally, like I I have a feeling we all know what the storm we're gonna do. But literally, like put Seattle Storm with like the Pikes Place sign set up. Sure, like <laughs> go all that out. Like I even sick. I, like do a Hollywood sign for the Sparks. Like go nuts. Like really, like have fun with it. Like the, we have a Vegas team that can do a freaking city jersey now. That thing better oh. be out of this world. I was gonna say that's know, like, Vegas yeah. is so good. Yeah, K. Floyd yeah. is is hitting up our chat saying something that I just ha- was thinking about. Yeah, that there's there's a huge advantage of not having the W or not having an NBA team there. You know, yeah. what I'm, you yeah. know, like that's you gotta do like whatever you want. Yeah, like, and it's it, and you have a a city that just screams 
flammable. Like there's so much you can do with it. Like I like I hope they I think the Aces have the best potential to potentially do something that mirrored the Miami Vice look Mm -hmm. that I'm still vehemently pissed off isn't just their look, but that's a different story for a different day. Um, Like they have a chance to do something cool. So like this, it goes beyond like cool stuff, but I think if this lands, it adds a lot. The last thing I'll say on this, because we have more to talk about, you guys know how much I can talk about this. Three jerseys is the 100% max any professional sports team needs. A home and a way and a city is a perfect setup. <laughs> like, I hope this doesn't expand past this. I like that they're doing this. But one of my weirdest, biggest frustrations I, with the MNBA is that I never know when my team is playing because they have 48 jerseys. I, yeah. I'll add I'll add one. I, I see home, away, city, and if they want to do retro throwback. Like a literal, this was our old. This was our old uniform. Yeah. If they okay. want to do that, I'm good. Here's my question. So with the WNBA, we have some retired organizations. Could, for instance, the Wings, uh, like they obviously would probably want to do like a shock throwback or something like that. So maybe That'd Atlanta. Be cool. Could Atlanta, since the Wings would do like the shock, maybe or maybe not, but could like Dallas or Atlanta like be the Comets for a night? I don't think they would. Because, like, the Liberty I, it, can do an old Liberty look. The Sparks can do an old Sparks look, right? It, it a lot of these feel, teams can go back to former looks. But can, can, can like, the closest city ooh, adopt What about former, Vegas like, doing an old San Antonio or Utah Stars? Yeah, I, exactly. I feel yeah. like if if the Thunder did a, a Sonics night, I, w- I wouldn't take it well. Yeah. I wouldn't be excited <laughs> about it. Right? Like... I, I don't think they should, especially this iteration. I, we're just going to get new designs. I don't think any of them are going to yeah. be throwing it, throwback designs. But if they were ever going to do retro jerseys, like we all want to see the old, like early Sue Bird era storm jerseys yeah, and like the mm-hmm. the sparks with the, yeah, the palm yeah. tree jerseys. The old, the old Merc jerseys when they drafted Tarasi, like I would love to snag one of those. Love, I'll say, like, I love that, the palm tree that, sparks. Like, melon, that melon salmon S color they had in the yeah. early days. Um, yeah, like that's the thing is like if you're a city that can af- can do it because of your lineage, you totally should. I just was thinking there might be a couple of cases where I think you could get away with doing something that was based off of a of a franchise. The Comets was the one that really stood out because I think some people would think it would be fun to just yeah. see the Comets, see that that jersey on a floor. I, but I get your point in saying it yeah. also would recall the frustration of like this should just be a franchise. <laughs> They'll probably hold off on this to Comets specifically because I imagine we'll probably get the Comets back in the next five years. I, I think that's probably yeah, in the I long so. term. I hope I, so. I that would be probably not on El, El Rosenberg's over here, like just grinning, hearing you say that. I know that for sure. <laughs> Bring back the comet. But I really mean it. I, I think not in the immediate future, but I think Kathy Engelbert's like five year plan. I, I think it's probably on there. It's in the binder. Yeah. You know, it's worth exploring. Yeah. Well, here's the other. Well, yeah, they technically do still do that third alternate jersey. Uh, Sky Show uh, shouts to, to Sky Show in the chat, uh, reminding us they do that breast health awareness. In fact, we were there for That's that true. night in in Phoenix where the jerseys are pink. Yeah. Um. So that would, yeah, I mean, that would be super dope. And those events make total sense. Like that. Uh, that, yeah. that I guess I. That's those. Um. Seasonal type of things like that. That's I definitely they should continue that. I, I'm not calling those out. I was just saying 
right now, if you go to the MNBA, you've got like a city and a statement and an association and, uh, you know, and yeah. honor and, uh, nobility and a diligence and a chastity <laughs> jersey and, uh, like it's, they've all got these branded names. <laughs> and there's like, they each have a ton of them that are part of like their standard setup. And yeah, like the breast cancer awareness, like that, absolutely. Stuff like that should definitely remain. But like, don't overcrowd it. Yeah. Like, these brands need to breathe. And, yeah. can I, you know, they need to be recognizable. Can I go, uh, <laughs> let's go around the horn here really quick and just like instant reaction. If let's say like all 12 jerseys totally hit, all the city jerseys are awesome. What's the number one that you're going to be most excited about and like may even drop some money on? Uh, I, I feel like I need to step up my, uh, my Washington Mystics game a little. Um, I, I could definitely rock some Mystics gear. I'm also, I'm also feeling like I need, uh, I would be really interesting to see what Minnesota does. I have some mad love for Minnesota and Minneapolis in particular. And so like, I love that city. And so I'm, I would love to see what, what they'd be able to come up with. And I, and I think I could drop some serious uh, coin there. I've got a lot of jerseys from a lot of different teams. Those are two teams mm-hmm. um, that I'm lacking. I'm already planning on getting a, a black, uh, a black Liberty Jersey with the, with the teal accents, like I love that Jersey right now. It's so clean. It's the best looking. I think it might be my favorite Jersey in the league right now. And so I'm, I got to get, I'm, I'm getting some Liberty gear there soon, but yeah, I think, I think Minnesota and Washington would be two that I, I would definitely have my eye on. Uh, Jason, what about you? I mean, the obvious answer for me is I'm going to drop money on the LA one because th- that's where I'm from. That's, that's what I represent. Uh, but if I'm thinking outside of that, we we talked about Vegas and the potential they have. Yeah. I'm I'm also like I don't know. Like I think just like in my head I'm trying to design like what would I do for each city? I think Phoenix could make a dope city uni- mm. city jersey. Like I, yeah. I think there's yeah. some cool mm-hmm. stuff you could do with Phoenix. I love the some colors, desert. kind of those warms, reds, oranges, and stuff like yeah, that. Some desert mm-hmm. stuff, some like Grand Canyon yeah. or desert cactus, maybe. Like there could be some cool stuff. I like yeah, that. Just straight up, call. make the jersey a cactus. I'd be into that. But uh, <laughs> the cactus jerseys. <laughs> uh, but but I so I, I think that one could be cool. I really like the call out um, you had about the the Mystics. I've been trying to personally redesign the Mystics logo just as like a a, a side hobby passion project yeah. thing. Um, there's some cool stuff you can do like working in because Washington DC is shaped like an owl, so you could bring that in and almost have like a mystical creature owl type of thing. And like, there's some cool stuff you could do with that. Oh, for sure. I yeah. Somebody asked on on Twitter uh, what team needed a, a rebrand next, and it's really obvious i think everybody's like it's the mystics and it's not even close um steve you didn't get a chance to answer logan's question yet what what team would you be most stoked about uh checking out for a a city jersey uh and if it hits hard you'd be down to to purchase (laughs) if it hits hard um obviously a lot of it comes down to what the looks are but i mean yeah and this has been not people have there's been chatter about this and it's sort of been hinted at by a specific person. If the Chicago sky rolls something out with pinstripes, 
Ooh. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then I'm in. And, <laughs> yeah. and Candace Parker specifically co-signed that comment from someone where there some, like a, a merch box came in for season ticket holders and it had pinstripes on the design. And someone was like, is this a hint? And you could like, she gave kind of a cheeky response to it. So if they pull off something like that, I think you have something pretty phenomenal. Also, yeah. if there's a team right now that desperately needs something to land to add some spice to their brand, it might be the fever. And I'm telling you right now, you have a Leslie Nope appreciation night and you come out as, uh, <laughs> as like the, you do like a Pawnee high school setup. Dude, be a Pawnee Rangers. Uh, Dude, the Pawnee yeah, Rangers. The Pawnee, the Pawnee Rangers. I love it. Yeah. Get uh, on uh, your feet. <laughs> you can even be the, you can even be the goddesses if you want to be the Pawnee goddesses. Oh, the Pawnee goddesses. Have, I think, like, well, have I, Amy Fuller really like, come in and, and, you know, kick off the night or something. I think you, ha- you, you might, you might have something there. I think that yep. Indiana could rock something with a state flag. Uh, they have a pretty simple state flag, but I think mm-hmm. that there's some potential there. Um, with they've kind of got this torch uh, look on their state flag that I think uh, I know that it, that the Liberty rocked that, but I think that it's different enough that Indiana could could do something with it and with that uh, specific blue field that their state flag is. I think. I, I think they've got some stuff there, I, or maybe they do like a like a a black and white checker, like Indy five hundred something out of Indiana. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel you. Except the Pacers are yet to make that work. They've tried yeah. it multiple times, yeah. and it just does not work. I, I can guarantee where they have some added with the red, they could, but yeah, hmm. I, I can guarantee they'd sell two jerseys for sure to me and Kyle. If they got <laughs> if they got Hoosier Tire to be a sponsor and just had Hoosier in the Hoosier Tire like yeah. font on the on the chest there, like I'd be all over that jersey in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah, you could That's also good, do yeah. some bottoms that call out the like the University of Indiana warm up pant. You know, oh the yeah, the, the long oh, stripes. Yeah. That would yeah, actually the, be the cool. White and red. Yeah. Call out with with some shorts. Do something. That would cool be pretty there. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the aces, if, if they pull this off, that thing yeah. better glow in the dark is the only thing I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I want literal neon lights coming out of that thing. I love um, it. Uh, Logan, I want to hear, I want to hear your response. Um, I do think that this, we've talked about this multiple times on the show. I do think Atlanta could do a peach jersey. 100%. I, if if that doesn't happen, like if at least if it's not discussed, okay, if you've got something else that's even better, I'm cool. But a peach Atlanta dream Jersey, sign me up. I would drop a hundred dollars on that today to pre-order. I don't even, I don't even look at it first. Like I will buy it right now. Uh, So I I think, you know, I was thinking I was going to say Vegas. Like if, if all 12 teams crush it, I would love to have an Asia Wilson Jersey. Yeah. The thing is, I, I don't mind the current Vegas look. So, like, if they roll out home and away is just like last season and then a city jersey, I, I feel like a regular Vegas jersey for Asia Wilson is already, like, she's one of my favorite yeah. players. I feel like both the red and the black look good. The ones that I wish looked a little better is New York. Because I love the black and I love the, like, the Liberty green, like, the surf green color. But for me, those, those uniforms are just a little too cluttered. The, the logos on all the jerseys are annoying, but on that one especially, it really stands out to me. Mm. If they somehow got a great jersey that hopefully it involves the the black and the surf green, but even if it doesn't, if if they had a really cool look, uh, I I could be convinced. I don't have any Liberty merch, 
Um, you know, eventually I'm going to break down and I'm going to get my Asia Wilson shirt or something and I'll get an Allie Quigley all-star shirt. You know, I'll, I'll be able to rep my favorite players in other ways, but if the Liberty could just get their city Jersey, right. That's the one I would probably go for. I like it. I like it. I, I think Connecticut, I would be really interested to see what Connecticut brings. Yep. You know, if they, if they had some sort of like new logo has anything to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I know they've got like, I think their seal has like some berries or like grapes or something on it. Um, I'm looking up right now. Yeah. So it's got, it looks like some grape vines, which would be kind of cool. Like their state, their state flag and their state, like the seal on their state flag has like grape vines. And then like, it, I think these are lemons. Like that'd be, I don't know, dude, just like some straight up like, Great purple. What? All of your jersey takes like, are food related. It just kind of sounds I'm like, like you, I want you peaches want out of Atlanta. Salad. I want peaches out of Atlanta and grapes right. out of Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, dude, oh, that's I, so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just thinking like and, uh, Connecticut, Connecticut has an opportunity to teach the rest of the United States about them that nobody else really knows. Maybe they do some sort of like insurance. <laughs> yeah. Insurance capital of the world. Also yeah, Gilmore dude. girls. They do it. They could do a Gilmore girls themed. Uh, 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 yeah, it's called the nutmeg state. So maybe we yeah. see, uh, I'm trying to think of what else they I could forgot. do. It's called the nutmeg state. I forgot state. they were the nutmeg state. Yeah, we. I like we for did. you. I like for you. It's fruits, and for me, it's TV shows that took place in that state. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I think it would be. I think it'd be kind of cool to see what what they could come up with. Um, yeah, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do on the city jerseys as far as the the. Um, like the sponsorship on it. Like you, I think that you have to, at least for the city jerseys, relegate them to like a shoulder patch or like an upper chest patch that you see. But yeah, like a, like a shoulder top left shoulder patch. If, yeah, that's what they need gonna, to go. If they're going to call these city jerseys, the city name better be the biggest thing on the like jersey, yes. like front and center. Otherwise yeah. don't call them city jerseys, call them alternates or something else. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, hey. you want to see Uncasville on the Sun jersey? Actually, you know what? I joke. I'd rock the living hell out of that. Actually, that would yeah. that would rule. Because you know you're, you're showing up and people are going Uncasville, right? <laughs> like because they know talk, WNBA. You're like, we, hey, we danced around this a lot. Let me tell you about Uncasville. The real ones know. The real ones know. The city jerseys are still hypothetical. Obviously, we'll we'll talk more about that when they drop. But we did have a logo uh, and a, and a look refresh in the league. They did. I know. I know people in the chat want to talk about. We want to talk about it. Uh, the Seattle Storm defending champions. A weird time to redo your look. I might add. Um, yeah, with like zero to, to roll with out like a new zero like awa- like not awareness zero like prep. It just, just like kind of yeah, yeah, just kind of build up. They just dropped it. Yeah. yeah. Like, here's a tweet. We're changing. I'll I'll give you my I'll kind of spoil my take right away, which is that it's fine. I yeah. I don't actually have anything against it, and and I think it is an updated look. I definitely think it it makes it look more in line with the Dream Reband and the uh, the Sky Rebrand and just 
if you look at all the logos side by side that have been rebranded in the last couple of years, it looks like they came from the same designer. Uh, yes. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. I've looked on their, their team shop. I like a lot of their gear. I like the black with thunder. What is it? Bolt green or whatever Bolt dumb green, name yeah. they come up with it from. Mm-hmm. So I, even though I'm irritated by made up color names, I, I actually think that the scheme and the, the cleanness of the logo, I think it's good. Yeah. Um, but I, but I also would understand if there were people who did not like it. Like it's, it's not so good that I would defend it to those people. Yeah. I'm, I'm warming up to it now that I'm used to it because I'll tell you the one thing that was tough for me is that it almost looks incomplete because mm-hmm. of how they did that top rooftop motif. Yeah. It almost looks, it looks like, like there should be something it's a going piece up of there. a logo. Yeah. There should be something. Yeah. So it's tough. I find it interesting. The last few, uh, rebrands, it almost feels like the initiative is like, all right, we need different shapes. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the dream, we're just like, let's do this U motif. And the storm, we're like, well, we'll have a point at the top. It, it's just like, it feels like the, the sky, the the sky trying, did like a basketball going through a hoop. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. wants to establish kind of a silhouette of their own. That yeah. stands out. And I like, I totally get that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that look. I think overall it works in general. The general crest feels like, and I had the same experience with the dream to, to a more extreme extent. It just feels like there did maybe one thing's too many. Mm-hmm. Like the lightning bolt doesn't feel like it's really a part of their huge brand. The, the bolt, uh, and I feel like they yeah. want it to, but it doesn't stand out as much. I like calling out the Space Needle because that's fun, even though it looks a little like a cheeseburger with that center basketball line. <laughs> See, like the the Space Needle is what makes me feel like okay, yeah, because you know the the Sonics did a lot with the Space Needle and the, yeah. the city silhouette, and like I love that. But yeah, we we did talk about the the basketball lines are kind of a consistent theme throughout all these rebrands, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're necessary. No, mm-hmm. I think every. The Aces might be the only team that doesn't incorporate that. That's because they have a pseudo net right. yeah, in their right. logo, like a really abstract. The Wings kind of didn't. They might have barely have one, like the Talons, yeah. or the Pegasus, but might have a ball at the very bottom. But almost every other one, yeah, it's like it's almost like, well, we have to because we're a sport. It's like, well, there's lots of teams that don't necessarily yeah. incorporate a ball in their logo because it does kind of shoehorn you a little bit. Like it, it makes it tough mm-hmm. to really go full on and, and simplify things. Yeah. No. And I, I, I actually going into my weird YouTube watching uh profile, but I actually watch several people that are like, do like logo designs and logo critiques and stuff on YouTube. And one of the things that is a common phrase is like the great thing about logo design is knowing what you can take away without taking anything away. And to mm-hmm. answer that question, you guys have hit on it. You get rid of the lightning bolt, you get rid of the basketball lines, and you just have the space needle. I think it's way better than it is. Like yeah. I, I don't lose think the you light need the basketball green, lines. I think I for me, huh? I just say lose the like. I I don't think they need four principal colors. I would lose no. the light green and just have three colors. No, yeah. and if you're gonna if you're gonna go for because you every team has their primary and their secondary color, and then a lot of teams have that tertiary color. Like if you're gonna reach for a tertiary color, like. Go back to like the kind of like reddish orange that you used to have. Like the, there's some other stuff you could have done with that. Then that green just kind of feels like it's halfway in between the yellow and the orange, that, that lime green, whatever they call that. Um, and I also like, I'm just not a big fan of the patch design 
Like the, 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 but it's, it's clearly the direction the league is going. And so I get why they copied that. Mm-hmm. I also have some huge issues with their font. Um, that font that they chose for Seattle Storm, the lettering for the thing, the like sharp corners mixed with round, round edges. Like I just, like the yeah. S's make me want to have a seizure. I just, I don't enjoy their font at all. And I know you guys are some font heads, so you, you guys might have your own takes on that, but I, I do not <laughs> the, like the it. S's, the S's are way too much like fives. That's literally yes. it. it. The flat topping uh, legitimately messes with your brain a little bit once you pay attention to it. Yeah. But there's reasoning for that. Every rebrand wants to like have their established font so that they yeah. can copyright it, and it's a part of their identity. And fonts, and Logan has heard this rant so much from me, like font selection and number font selection are some of my biggest mm. frustrations when it comes <laughs> to jerseys, because the answer is always simple. Like, the answer yeah. to this is just use, like, Arial, and you're probably fine. Like, it, you don't need to overdo mm-hmm. the, the like, the font structure, because now it just feels a little too stylized. Yeah. And now you run the risk of five years from now, is that still going to be a good look? It may very well be out of style, out of place, and now you have to rebrand again. And I get that, like, sports organizations now, that might be their aim. Because, well, then in five years we rebrand and we sell more merch, right? But it's right. The, we've stepped away from timeless looks. We want a timeless look, something that maintains mm-hmm. and that holds and that people can get behind for the rest of forever. And that that's frustrating to me because I think we have uh, the, the, like, especially with the WNBA, that's needed more than ever is something that's recognizable that stands out. So the font thing actually goes a lot farther than I, you know, I actually, th- I feel you on that. It's a little tough. Um, and I'm not as huge of a fan of it, but like, I like this more than I dislike it. I think it's a decent setup. The badge thing's an interesting take because I, it's, I don't know what happened that soccer has made everyone feel like they need that. Like every yeah. team needs a crest. Yeah. Like you yeah. Have to have. That was my yeah, initial impression. Crest. Instantly, I was like, this is going to look great. In like an embroidered, like on a sleeve, mm-hmm. like like I think Jason even called yeah. out it was kind of like militaristic, like, like yeah, it, yeah, it, like it, it looks jersey, like military rank, yeah. The logos, the logos, decent and stuff, and like we've seen the rebrand, and you can look at that and hyperanalyze it. But one thing unmistakable is they definitely strategize because their merch looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes, like the merch rollout yeah. for, for this rebrand is great. You could tell they had that in mind. Like we want to make that sure black something hoodie that, that translates that to it. Jewel Lloyd is rocking in a lot of those picks. Yeah. Black the Heather, the green, green, green with the green white, cool. so clean. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, there's no doubt about it. When when I put those three logos in the chat next to each other, I know Sky Show says that it looks a lot like the Dream font. It doesn't just look like the Dream font. It 100 percent. I think is the it same is. Font. Yeah, um, I, I think they're all using the same tools to make these designs. Right, like mm-hmm. they're they're taking from the same design elements and they're they're changing some things up. I don't think that makes it derivative. I don't think that makes it bad. But it certainly feels like the whole league is kind of making a push towards a specific look. And I think that's fine for, for marketing purposes. I'm sure they're like, yeah, we want you to have the basketball or the net like in the logo. Like we want people this to be accessible to new fans. Like we want them to know who you are. So, you know, I, I appreciate all of that. And I think they did a good job. Uh, I think we will get a black storm uniform and I hope it's good. <laughs> I hope it's good. See, it could be I really think, good. I think their merch rollout tells me like that's the city uniform. Is it's going to be like a yeah. black, like a neon mm-hmm. setup, which is cool. 
And and you can correct me on this, Logan. I black and neon doesn't scream Seattle to me. That's where it's interesting. No. I mean the the yeah. Seahawks have been doing the action green thing for a while. But yeah, it, I was gonna it, say it doesn't necessarily make it. That I do think it. I do think yeah. that it's somewhat of a Pacific Northwest because you've got the Seahawks, and then Oregon has kind of that bright yellow and that yeah, kind of neon green color, that they true. do with with the Oregon Ducks. Like, like I, I get that. I feel like it kind of does fit with that region of the country, if that makes sense. Maybe. Yeah, if, I just I, I guess simply, I didn't like. I don't know if it's they, just they a black uniform with like like just a generic black uniform with the logo on the front. I'm gonna feel like it's. Of McDonald's All American, yeah, like mm-hmm. practice. See, like not even as good as college. But well, if it the has Seattle, some, the Seattle if, Sounders, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they also do kind of yeah. that bright green, bright yeah. yellow kind of feel. Yeah, you know, isn't isn't Xbox their yeah their sponsor? So, yeah, so like, it, it kind of does, I guess, line up a little bit with with the Seahawks and with the Sounders. But yeah, but I don't, I, there. I, I, yeah. if they can I nail just, the yeah. accents, if if the jersey has the right like design elements with with the neon green, I I'm totally all for it. I don't think it's. A I bad just have idea. a very specific thought about their rebrand, and it's because of their merch. This might be my weirdest jersey take I've ever had, and I've had some weird ones. But my favorite piece of their merch by far is they have this heathered green. Uh, Hoodie with the logo in white. I sent. I think I sent it to Logan. Yes, it's fresh. Yeah, that one's really cool. So I good. think it's high time that at least one team try a heathered color look on a jersey, especially for an yeah. alternate. I it, like not for a standard look, but for like a city style jersey, especially because I look at that heathered green. You see that green that screams northwest. I see that heathered texture. Kind of reminds you of rain. Like it has almost a rain type aesthetic to it. I just think they could do something really cool with that. And I know that they're not, they don't care about my opinion on that. Why would they? Um, (laughs) but I just, I was like, Ooh, they have some fun ideas, but you know, just, just like I, I added the caveat for the city jerseys that are coming in a month that a lot of NBA city jerseys are not good. A lot of Nike rebrands have not landed across all leagues for me. Sports Um, in general, you know, they, They've yeah. had a lot of really good ideas that I think they funneled into like their early efforts. And now, I mean, the Rams rebrand really stands out. So like we, not we good. don't know, you know, we don't know some, some things that look easy to pull off. They have not been it, successful. It's, um, it's overthinking. It's, it's the fact that you can't call your colors green and yellow and light green, yeah, but it would be so oh, great. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> mind how the, the current jerseys look in the WNBA, but it'd be so great to see a city on city matchup where we're not talking about templates where yeah, we have mm-hmm. two distinct designs, two team colors. I think that would be a lot of fun. I agree. Um, high time. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I think all of this, it, it was interesting that Seattle drops this like right before Sue birds, like, Oh, by the way, yeah, it's city jerseys. And now everybody's <laughs> kind of scrambling like, Oh, so that makes sense. I guess that's why we're getting a rebrand and why, Connecticut threw out a rebrand and you know, I wonder how long this has kind of been in the works uh, mm-hmm. on the back end. I do like it. I think that Kathy Engelbert probably had a lot to do with this, uh, you know, coming in and saying, I get the template thing. It makes sense financially. If we go, if we want to look like a big time league, like we have to act like a big time league, mm-hmm. you know, we have to, we have to do things, that may not make perfect financial sense, but it's an investment in, yeah. in making it a, 
you know, making it a long-term like appeal for people. And uh, I think the, the collective bargaining agreement, getting players paid was step one, you know, and, 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 you know, now we've got city jerseys. We've got, I, I like a lot of these big changes that are coming to the league. And I think it's just going to help grow the league that much more. Yeah. And I just, I get really excited when I step yeah. back and take, you know, take a, the 10,000 foot view of, of the situation. It may seem like something small, but I think in the long run, this is going to do really, really good things for this league. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the last thing I got to say on this, cause I know we've been on this for a while, but it's gotta be said sparks. Get, get the tree back on the low. Get, get yeah. back on the Jersey. Yes. Yes. Get the spark. The, get the sparks. <laughs> yeah. Get the spark it's, on the jersey. It's like the tree, tree. firework, kind of, kind of each. Yeah, I like that thing a lot. <laughs> we miss it too much. Get it on the jersey. It's time. Um, we waited too long. <laughs> we. W- I, I want to take a, a quick uh, pause and just thank everybody who's hanging out with us here on on Twitch. We've had some of our our highest numbers as far as viewers and and uh, chat interactions. Um, tons of you are hanging out with us tonight. We appreciate it. Several of you resubscribing using your Amazon Prime and other subscriptions. Um, like that's huge for you guys to, to be hopping on and, and supporting us that way. We're, we're closing in on a hundred followers, which I mean, we just started this, you know, like what a month or two ago. And, uh, you know, we figured this would just, this would take quite a a while to build up, but yeah, that's awesome. We've got, you know, nearly a hundred of you, uh, following us, several of you subscribing, um, every little bit of that seriously helps a ton. If you haven't had a chance to come over onto Twitch, every single time we hop on Twitch, it's, it just gets better and better and not from us necessarily just our viewers, the interactions, um, people literally like making connections in our Twitch chat, like, oh, hey, like hit me up on like, wait, you've got this, like hit me up on Twitter, like send me a DM, you know, like, and making some connections across the WNBA family. So if you want to come be a part of that, come hang out. If you want to watch it and not even say anything in chat, that's cool. Some of you that are just kind of there to lurk and just, just hang out. That's fine. Um, if you want to come hit us up with your own opinions on, on everything that's going down here, like let us know. Uh, as I'm saying that we just got another follower, Faithy Brownie. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the follow that takes us up to 94. So, um, just, just solid across the board. The amount of love that we're getting here is, is a ton of fun. Um, so yeah, just come over, hit us with the follow. It'll send you an, an email or a text notification of when we're going live and you can, you can hop on and, and hang out with us anytime there. Uh, and, and it's just a blast. So, um, but yeah, any other, any other topics that, uh, I can't, uh, you know, off the top of my head, I think that we've kind of covered the, the majority of, of, uh, WNBA news for right now, but anything that I'm missing before we, uh, kind of start wrapping this up. I, I think, and this can be part of the wrap up. Uh, I, I definitely want to tease at least some of the ideas or I guess solicit some of the ideas that we have for, uh, March. March is an important month in our friendship as a group. Yes. It's a, it's bracket month. <laughs> oh, well, not just that, true, though. uh, you've got, you've got the brackets in March and then sometime in mid April on ESPN, you're going to have a two hour WNBA draft. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have the conclusion of Steve's uh, uh, WNBA history. I, I want to add an adjective in there because I want to express how much work Steve puts into making those episodes as good as they are. 
Um, his tireless efforts. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so we're going to have the conclusion of the, the, uh, WNBA history run that, that we started Promise a little while ago. We're going to do team previews, uh, for, for those of, you know, every year there's people who are trying to get into the league at the start of the season. They see that there's hype around it and they, they tweet something like, tell me what I need to know about these teams or this team or who should I be a yeah. fan of? Uh, we want to create just a quick series of, of profiles on who the big names are in every team, how they did last season, where they're going, just so that you have a reference to point people to, um, so that you can get caught up and new people, um, into, into the league can get caught up. So we're going to be doing a lot of that. All of that is going to occur before the season tips off. Uh, so we've got a lot that we're going to be doing and we're excited to do all of it. And also there's going to be an entire pod on the city jerseys. I can already feel it. Uh, yes. so be ready for that as well. Absolutely. Show if you needs to this, be with us if on you that thought one. this uh, streaming experience was a long one, if you want to <laughs> hop on and be a part of our, if you want, if you've got a webcam and a microphone and you want to be a part of our our reactions to these city jerseys, um, hit us up, shoot us a DM. A, uh, we we might not be able to get to all of you, but yeah, if we can get one or two of you on, that that would be down. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun to to get some uh, other uh, reactions to the city jerseys as well. So. Um, appreciate it. Uh, we, we probably would defer to those of you who are, uh, subscribed to us on Twitch, um, as far as being our first selection. So if you want to get in on that, uh, hit us up with a free subscription. You can just connect it to your Amazon Prime membership and it's yeah. literally free. So, uh, hit us up with that subscription and, and you'll be first in line for us to, to have, uh, as a guest spot on the, on the, on the show. So, um, yeah, if you have any other, if you have any other takes as far as like brackets that you want us to go through, like we do a bunch of random brackets Please. through the month of March, hit us up with those ideas. Uh, we've had some good ideas come through the chat already tonight. I'm personally quite excited about a fictional animals bracket. Like I'm very <laughs> excited. I think that sounds like a ton of fun. So, uh, so yeah, we, we appreciate that and everybody sending those ideas. If you've got some, if you're, you're listening to the podcast now, um, go ahead, hit us up on Twitter, send us a, send us a message on there or, or tweet at us, uh, a random bracket that you'd like us to attack here in the month of March. And we'll throw that up on, on Twitch. We'll, we'll, you know, tweet out some different things and, and get your takes on that. But, um, yeah, anything else guys before we, before we sign off, watch the draft April 15th. That's right. ESPN, two hours. Brackets. Maybe we'll actually get to hear all the picks this time too. That would be sweet. <laughs> Watch the draft. I think, but I think I even see it. I might be wrong. Picking I th- twice. Got to do this or like a thousand times. The first round. I was going to say twice <laughs> in the first two. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so. I will say, I mean, we haven't confirmed this as a group, but I, I I'm thinking I can speak for us. Uh, while you're watching the dra- draft also on like your tablet or your laptop or whatever else you have around. Be watching us because we'll be live streaming during the draft and talking about yes. it. And, and we'd love to have you guys join That's us for that and inter- Super react fun. tradition. Super fun. And from our Absolutely. homes. It won't even be from like a restaurant this time, like that one time Kyle and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We also I, were I going think, to uh, a Justin Timberlake concert. <laughs> yeah. That was an interesting night. I think uh, our preview, like our our predictions for the season episode and our our live stream for the draft have become my two favorite traditions. Uh, I mm-hmm. look forward to those every year. They're also around the same time every year. So it's when we're getting hyped for the season. So definitely don't miss out on those. Those are going to be really fun. Okay. 
Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, as always, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button and uh, hit us with a five star review. Anytime that you uh, write a review on a five star, uh, we will read it out loud on the pod. We don't have any uh, new ones yet. So uh, be our next one. Next time that we drop an episode, we'll give you a shout out um, on the podcast. And uh, you may just also be hearing, uh, hearing some some news coming your way about uh kind of uh a new event that we will be uh taking part in the four of us um to celebrate some recent milestones that we've that we've hit on on um on our twitter and and whatnot so stay tuned for that we will have an announcement coming uh forthcoming but there's your teaser um uh maybe not quite as as uh hype as sue bird's uh teaser that she just dropped tonight but it yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna try to compete with Sue Bird. I'll never win. Yeah, it's bad. Hey, watch me work, Pod. Just hit us up with a a, a subscription, a Amazon Prime subscription. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, pods supporting pods. If you guys haven't had a chance to listen to the Watch Me Work Pod, go check them out. Um, definitely uh, some good friends of the show. They do excellent work over there. Um, just just. You know, go give them some love. Absolutely. They're, they do some great work over there. Um, Please. so, uh, shouts to them for, for the, the Twitch subscription here. Um, we appreciate that. Um, Macy Joe, absolutely. Uh, thanks for hitting us up, uh, as well. And, uh, yeah, I think that's everything that we've got for tonight. Uh, but for WNBA Nation, I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Steve Schwartzman. I'm Jason Snow. I'm Logan Jones. And we got you next time.